You were put on this planet to serve a unique group of people who need your story, who need your experience. And when you abandon that, because you don't trust or believe in yourself, you abandon those people. This can't be it. There has to be more. Wait, am I crazy? No. If you're yearning for more and working hard to make your dreams a reality, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Dreamcatchers. It's the only show committed to helping you self-actualize and then transcend, leaving you with the legacy you've always desired. Listen in on conversations with successful philanthropists, entrepreneurs, and founders every week as we connect with them for inspiration, education, and direction. Your host, Jerome Myers, is here to help you exit the matrix and transform into a leader of your own revolution. The question is, do you believe your dreams should be real? Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Dreamcatchers podcast. I'm your host, Jerome, and it's another solo episode, baby. As uncomfortable as these episodes make me, I figured I would do another one, pushing myself out of my comfort zone as we roll into the fourth quarter. And today I want to talk about self-image, which is level one of the red pill, our model for a centered life. And what I see happening more and more with the folks that are out there in our universe is them not actually using the four pillars of self-image as we define it. Those four pillars are self-love, self-talk, promises kept to self, and others' perception of you. Now, I'm reading a book called Building the Life That You Want, and I was introduced to the concept of the me-self versus the I-self. And I might flip-flop the me and the I, but the two concepts break down to these primary thoughts. The I-self is you internally and how you think about who you are and what you've done. It's your self-concept. And imagine all of the external stuff being peeled away and all that's left is your intention and the way that you think about the world. The me-self is the way that other people see you. It is their perception. It is how they feel when they leave you. It is the way that they get excited or what they get excited about when they're getting ready to engage or interact with you. Or they roll your eyes when the phone rings. The I-self and the me-self. Now, you may ask yourself, which one should I be in more? And what I found is when you can take the focus off of yourself, when you can focus on others, you find a way to make your life better. I believe that we're all placed here to be in service. And the more service that you can provide to the others in your orbit, and I will say that it's really important that you create that orbit intentionally, but that's probably for another episode. But the ability to serve those that are in your orbit, the ability to leave the world and other people's lives better as a result of interacting with you, I think you actually get to move into a very special and unique place. Now, we talked about the I-self and the me-self and those concepts of who you are and who others think you are. And so we knocked off others' perception of you. But let's talk about self-love. I think so many people out there don't love themselves. I know I was there at one point. I was spiraling out of control, doing a lot of things to demonstrate that I didn't care about others and I couldn't care about them because I didn't care about myself. Self-love is a core belief that you deserve love, respect, and good things that life has to offer. Think about that. You deserve it. And so there are a lot of people out there talking about, oh, you need to be humble. You need to be 
self-deprecating. But my question to you, and I think this is one of the biggest conundrums out there, is if you're humble and you're self-deprecating, how do you ever feel like you deserve to have what is in store for you or available to you in the world? Think about that. I'm of low importance. I should put myself behind everybody else. How does that connect to I deserve the good things that life has for me? I still haven't been able to figure that one out. And so as of late, I've been telling people that I don't want to be humble. And I don't think you should either. I think you should have a high opinion of yourself. I think you should have high expectations for what is being created and delivered for you. And if you have those things, then it's likely that the world will conspire and deliver that experience to you. Now, I know that expectations and experiences not being aligned leads to frustration and disappointment. And there are some people out there that will tell you that you don't want expectations. They will say you need attachment or you want to be detached from the outcome. You want to just be directionally correct. And for some instances, I think that makes a lot of sense because it alleviates some potential disappointment. It alleviates some potential frustration. But I do believe that when things are really important for you, that having expectation, especially when you're interacting with other people, will deliver a more favorable outcome and get you closer to the life that you truly desire. Now, in that same vein of self-love, I will go on to say that most people don't show themselves compassion. They might say really nice things to their friend, their partner, or their children. But when it comes to them, they're harsh. They say things that they would never vocalize to other people. And when they behave in that manner with themselves, I think all that their self can do is cower and avoid putting themselves in situations where they connect with pillar four, which is keeping promises to themselves. A lot of people want to unlock their ultimate potential, but lack the strategy, support and stamina necessary to achieve their major goals. They often try to overcome these challenges by trying to do it on their own, causing frustration, fatigue and eventually failure. We have developed a model for a center life, a.k.a. the red pill, to help them bolster their beliefs, gain clarity on their path to success and provide accountability as they take action on their goals. When they take the red pill, they rapidly accelerate attainment of their goals and begin to experience a life of significance and impact. Want to find out more? Hop over to JeromeMyers.co. Now, let's get back to the episode. Now, this may sound really silly. Jerome, why would I ever say I promise to myself? What I will tell you is that a promise kept to yourself is a vote for the person that you're becoming versus the person that you've been. And no matter how small it is, it can have a huge impact on the trajectory of your life. Think about it. If somebody came to you on a regular basis, made promises and didn't keep them, how much would you trust them? I suspect it would be very little. Every time that you make a commitment or a promise to yourself and you don't keep it, it makes you not want to commit. It makes you not want to promise. And then you just continue to lower the bar until you don't have any expectation of yourself. And then you'll look up and question, how did I get the life that I have? And it's just the sum of all these decisions that you made along the way, all of these broken promises. And guess what? At the end of the day, you won't trust yourself. And if you don't trust yourself, that leaves you open to other people enrolling you in their dream instead of you enrolling others in your dream so that you can live the life that you want. 
it is so common for us if we don't believe we deserve, right? We're humble, self-deprecating, and we break the promises to ourselves that we end up in a space where we don't feel worthy. And when we don't feel worthy, we just go off and line up with other people who we think are better off than we are. Now that in and of itself is a great tragedy. It might even be a travesty because here's the thing. You were put on this planet to do something special. You were put on this planet to serve a unique group of people who need your story, who need your experience. And when you abandon that because you don't trust or believe in yourself, you abandon those people. There are people who don't even know your name who are counting on you to do the thing that you were placed on this planet to do. And you're questioning whether or not you can do it. You're talking about you have imposter syndrome. You don't feel qualified. I tell you that you are. Every experience that you've been through has been a setup for what you are about to do. And if you question that, I need you to look around at all the people that you admire and actually dig into their story. And you will hear about their setbacks. You will hear about their failures. You'll hear about their struggles and challenges. And then all of a sudden, it just appears out of nowhere, this phenomenal highlight reel where everything works all the time. In my book, Your Dreams Should Be Real, we talk about so many of my mistakes. We talk about so many of my failures. And those things I draw on a regular basis to allow me to live the life that I live today. So I'm keeping this episode super short. We're just talking about self-image, the pillars around self-image, the I-self, the me-self. And I just beg of you that you do one thing a day to demonstrate that you love yourself. I beg of you that you do one thing today that allows you to keep a promise to yourself. I beg that you do one thing today that gets rid of those automatic negative thoughts, those ants that kill you from the inside with negative self-talk. And if you do those three things, because you got the relationship with yourself, others' perception of you will change to a more favorable opinion. And that will just boost your self-image to a level that you've never seen it at before. I appreciate you spending a few minutes with me today so I could ramble on about self-image. It's the foundation of the red pill model. And I think it is the thing that can make the biggest shift in your life. Because if your relationship with yourself is right, you can have an amazing relationship with others. And then those relationships will increase your influence, which then expands your capacity in the workplace. And once your workplace capacity expands, then you just have to make sure that you're not doing too much from a stress standpoint so that we can keep your health in peak shape. From health, we move to prosperity. We always do health at prosperity after health because if we do prosperity before health, you'll spend all of your prosperity trying to get your health back. And then the final level is significance. So if you've got questions about how to implement the red pill, model in your life, to find more center, to be more peaceful and calm, to reduce your stress, to improve your health, to double your income, your time off, and your charitable giving, reach out. Until the next time, your dreams should be real. We'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Thank you for joining the tribe today. We would love to hear from you. Please don't forget to rate, like, and share. Perhaps someone you know could benefit from what we've discussed. Until the next time, remember that your dreams should be real.